Welcome back to the No Love Lost podcast. This is our fourth episode. Uh, in this episode, we have our our second special guest, Prince Ruiz. Um, you know, talk about his story. We'll talk about, you know, some of the action plans for 2020, some things that I have in mind for myself, some things that I've set myself up for. Um, you know, I just wanted to welcome you. Um, you know, it takes it takes a lot of uh, takes a lot of guts, a lot of pride, you know, well, to put your pride aside to to talk about your story, um, be vulnerable to people. So I just wanted to uh, say thanks, man. It, it's a big uh, uh, thank you for having me. It's a big jump. You know, yeah, it's a big uh, it's a big step to take. So I just want to congratulate you on that. You know, you you. Uh, you know, we talked about your story a little bit, you know, and I know you said, you know, you're feeling, uh, you know, you're kind of feeling down and out. But, you know, I feel like this is this is one of the right ways to get to get onto the right track. You know, so you're definitely you're definitely doing good. Um, I give you kudos for that. Thank you. Thank you. I think, man, I, I think we've known each other since high school maybe middle school yeah what middle school did you go to i went to polk yeah i went yeah. to polk too i went to polk my eighth grade year um what well, elementary school did you go to uh, parito yeah man oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think we've known each other since god yeah, since long, first grade time, man. man since first grade I, I, that well that's whenever i went to parito was was first grade um, I don't remember who. I think my teacher was Miss Espinosa. I think that was her name. I think mine was uh, Miss Montagna. Miss Montagna was, I think, a third grade teacher. Yeah. Yeah, she was my third grade teacher. My fourth grade teacher was Miss Hatler. Um, she actually went to my wedding. Um, I actually invited her to my wedding, um, which was pretty cool to see her. You know, she's been she's been one of my biggest supporters just ever growing up. Um, you know, she was definitely uh, – she was one of those ones that, you know, she uh, – she saw something, you know, and we would just, we just, we would talk, you know, about, about everything, you know, just the way I was feeling. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I've known, you know, I know we've gone back, but I, I guess I just didn't realize like it's been that, that wow. far back, man. It's been God, 20 years. Yeah. Um, well, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's get into it you know um really like you know just like when like what point of your life did you start to see um you know your life your life change i guess i guess you could say or your life you know you started seeing life in a different way uh growing up i i felt like i didn't really have a voice or a place you know to call home um, I struggled to find myself a lot. Um, I started realizing at the age of 17 um, that my life was changing. Um, I went through a lot of paranormal activity that led into depression. So when you mean like paranormal activity, like what do you mean by like, you know, paranormal activity? What um, I would hear voices in the house. I would hear... Um, um, like noises in the kitchen, like little footsteps. I would hear banging on the walls. Um, it got me to a point to where I wanted to go out and look for it. Look for it, like in a sense of... A sense of, like... I wanted it gone. I wanted that feeling gone. You know, it always felt like the world was just on top of me and was like, I don't know how to explain it. It just felt, it, it didn't feel right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I started realizing that I was, as I was searching for it, it would, it would mess with me more. And it would play with my head a lot. You know, had me guessing, you know, second guessing who I was or what I wanted to do with my life at that time. Yeah. Um, I started going through depression, you know, thinking down, you know, like my family, they're not there for me the way that a family should be there. That wow, the way I see a family that should be there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I remember 
I tried to kill myself. Literally, that's how bad it got. I was only 17. And I remember sitting there at my computer desk, working on some music. And the thought came to me, like, the well, I would say, like, voices. It's more like voices, mm-hmm. you know, that would talk to me and tell me, you know, like, what are you doing here? Like, you know, you're not worth anything. And it made me believe that I wasn't. So I remember grabbing a handful of oxys and laying in my bed as if I was already in my casket. I remember... Waking up and seeing my body laying there on my right side on my bed. At first, I thought it was a dream. You know, I was sitting there slapping myself, telling myself, this is just a dream, Joe. You got to wake up. You got to wake up. Yeah. And nothing I seemed to do worked. You know, and then a thought came to me, well, maybe if I lay back in my body, I'll wake up. Yeah. So I lay back in my body and I close my eyes and I wake up and I turn to my right and my body's still laying there. Um, gosh. In that moment, I realized I was dead. I was gone. And I remember sitting at the edge of my bed and I heard these two little girls playing with a ball well, I heard a ball and two little girls laughing and I turned to my left and the ball hits my door my door's closed the ball hits my door and as I tr- go try to open the door I saw these claw marks come through the door I opened the door really fast there's these two little girls standing there And they had like this um, red dress, red and white dress on. And um, they're telling me to play with them. And I was telling them, where am I? And they said, well, everything you need to know is in the closet door. So I go in this closet door that's in uh, the old house where all that paranormal activity was going on. I go inside the door. It's pitch black. Next thing you know, the door slams behind me, and I just start hearing people screaming and hands pulling me down. I realized what was going on. After the fact, you know, I after my panic went away, mm-hmm. I closed my eyes, and inside my mind, I fought to get out. I got out. As I got out, the door slammed behind me, slams behind me, and I back up into the living room in shock, like, what just happened? Um, You're good, man. Take your time. I know it's hard. Um, I'm in the living room. On my right side, there's a bowl of water and a candle lit and a crucifix. And I remember looking at that and then looking back at the door. And as I look at the door, the door opens and that little girl comes out. But it wasn't a little girl. It was a demon. It had black eyes, paley skin and horns. And it was about five, three-ish. And just looking at me. And But it, I can't describe the feeling it gave me. Like It was just, it was fear. Like, I felt afraid. Yeah. Next thing she does is she runs right past me and tears everything up in the house, floods through the front door. I'm standing there in the living room looking at the front door, thinking, wow, what what just happened? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. And the door slams as she goes out. The door opens, and everything that she tore in that house came back in, and she's standing there at the threshold of the door. And the feeling I got when she was looking at me as she was standing there, I felt like she was coming for my soul, coming for me. 
Yeah. And she starts running towards me. And as she's running towards me, I said, God, please save me. And I woke up gasping for air. And the very next day, I wanted to know what that meant. What does it mean when someone wakes up gasping for air? Like, that's not normal. Yeah. So I researched it. I Googled it. And it said a person who gasped for air pretty much means that your soul was out of your body. It was in the spirit realm. I was sitting at the edge of my bed thinking, wow, like this just happened to me. No one's ever going to believe me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, ain't no one gonna believe this story. You know, like, who goes through something like this? Why does someone go through something like this? I don't know. <laughs> that's, and, and that's, that's so crazy, because, like, you know, you, you sat there, you know, like, still going to school after, you know, still, you know, trying to live life yeah yeah exactly like you like you're still trying to live life but at the same time like i mean i'm sure well i mean obviously you know you you said you you felt like you didn't have a voice and it's like you felt like you'd have no one to turn to to talk to you know what i mean to exactly to to express this feelings you know that you had um that's crazy it's just like you know like it goes hand in hand you know of of the way that I kind of felt too, you know, like where I didn't feel like I had anybody to talk to. I didn't feel like I had anybody to speak to. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's crazy how, you know, something like, or things like these happen in a series of life and we're young, but we still continue to push on through life. You know, like, I mean, we were together, you know, I'm not sure if it was around football season or, or not, but you know, like, Obviously, you know, like I saw you, you know, what I mean, like I saw you from time to time, yeah. if not every day for football practice. And it's just like, you know, we don't we get so good at hiding these emotions or these pains. And it's almost, you know, like it's kind of scary, you know, like on 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 the things that you that you 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 endure and the things that you that you have to swallow to, you know, to hide, to show that, you know, you're not showing no pain. You're not showing no hurt, you know? So um, all you're trying to do is just be strong. That's all I could ever do. Yeah. You know, is just be strong, keep moving forward. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely it. Um, you know, and, 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 and it's funny cause you know, and I know I'm getting a little bit off topic here, but you know, I've been talking to other people with their stories and some people are ready to talk, which, you know, you are, um, some people aren't cause they're like, Oh, I don't want to be judged or looked at as a pussy, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, man, if you understand like how strong it is to sit here. And I mean, even behind the mic, not, you know, just to sit here and just open up about your story, like, that shit takes guts. Like it takes guts. It takes, you know, it takes a strong, strong person, you know? So it's that persona of, you know, you can't talk because you don't want to be a pussy. Like it still lies today. You know And I mean? We're 27, 28, you know, yeah. almost 30. Um, it's just crazy how like those things so eat at us. Yeah. It seems like it eats at me more than, I would like it to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? <laughs> 100%, man. I mean, that shit did not mean till, God, six months ago, seven months ago, you know, and it was finally, I was just like, I was like, fuck it, you know, like, who cares? Like, who cares? Like, I like, I need to do this. Like, I need this for me, you know, and that's, you know, that's whenever I, like, I seek help, you know what I mean? Like, I, I seek serious help on, you know, trying to, uh, get this out you know so I, I i think you know i generally see like you're at that point too where you're just like fuck it like i bro, like, I, like where has being fucking tough and being strong got me like exactly like, like where has it got me but like nowhere but it, like a deeper darker place you know yeah. um so again like i kudos for you you know and i mean this is just the beginning of your story you know but i just felt like you know like whenever you said you know you didn't have a voice like it kind of it kind of took me back to like 
we went to high school together. Like I was around you around this time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and no one ever knew. Yeah, yeah like you know what I mean. Like I mean, and 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 vice versa. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's just like <laughs> it's wild, bro. It's crazy. It's it's kind of you know. I mean, it, it's sad. You know, like it's it's heartbreaking. But you know, I mean, the the good thing about it is, is that we're doing it now and, you know, and that's what matters now, you know? So, um, I just like, this wasn't even part of the script, but you know, just, I was like really just hearing your story. Cause before, you know, I was trying to dissect it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really hearing your story now and it was just like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Like we were, we were around together at this time. So, um, I guess after that, you know, um, you know, back to, you know, you were looking to like, you know, you're looking for that paranormal activity and it was, you were looking for it for like a positive reason, but you know, like you said, like it kept finding you, like, you know, it kept haunting you. And I feel like, you know, like, it's just like, you were out to get it. So it was like, it, it, it was actively like, you know, there, you know what I mean? Um, I think how it all started, how it actually, because I think it came from me. When I was in middle school, there was this counselor I used to see. um, I forget his name. But he, um, we went into the room and he was like, hey, you want to play a game? I'm like, yeah, you know, do something different. Took me to this back room inside of another room. And he pulls out a Ouija board. I didn't know what this thing was. I'm in oh, middle shit, school. You bro. know what I mean? Bro, you don't I didn't know there, what I, I was doing. Nothing. Yeah. And the sad part about it is it's my counselor. You're supposed to be helping me. Why are you dragging me yeah, into something no that I don't... Shit. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting there asking it all these questions. And... Um, I remember I asked if one of my friends, if he was gay, because I always, you know what I mean? Like, I knew he was, but he would deny it, you know what I mean? And it said he was. And then come to find out in high school, he came out. And I was like, wow, you know what I mean? But at the time, when I was in middle school, I didn't know what I was doing. I just thought, you know, it's just some stupid thought you were playing fun. Yeah. But as I got older, I realized that's where it came from. Bro, that shit opened up ports, you know, that shit opens up portals in your life. That's another reason why, like, I don't, I don't really drink. Um, it's because, you know, they say like that shit, like you're at a vulnerable place, you know, so like it, it, well, it opens up, it, it opens up portals, you know, it opens up things to allow you. To, and some people don't believe in that shit, but man, I, I believe in it. Like, I believe, you know, like. I was telling you about, you know, the story about, uh, you know, I had, you know, whenever I was going through my healing process and I was laying in bed and, um, you know, I had, I had these dreams one night where, you know, I would, I don't remember what the first one was, but I died in there, you know, and I actively, I, I saw myself die, but like I woke up, looked around, went back to sleep. Ah, whatever you know, yeah. just no dream, and it was like I was dropped down like 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 fucking Jumanji. I was dropped down from the <laughs> from the earth back into the story, and you know, one of them was like where like you know I was I was a correctional officer again, you know, like I was in the jail, you know, and I died in the jail, um, you know, and it was just I died like five times. Um, one where like I was a cop, like you know, like I always kind of wanted to be a cop or a sheriff. Um, and it was the last one. I, I I'll never forget it, man. Um, you know, my mom, my grandma were there. You know, it was it was it was like my final goodbye. You know, and as I'm walking away, I feel someone grab my arm. You know, and like I try to shrug it off. <laughs> And, like, I just feel, like, grab me, like, you know, claws inside of me, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I, like, I look and I look back and I just see, like, these these, these piercing red eyes, you know. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, and uh, I look up, you know, horns and, you know, and it was a demon, the devil. I don't know what it was. But, you know, like, it was like, just come back. Like, you know, like, like, like what, what they're teaching or what you're learning now is wrong. You know, like, that's not, like... It's, it's not better over there. Like, you know, it's, it's not better over there. And, uh, like I was like in, in like, like I remember pulling my arm away and I was like, no, like, you know, like, like this is what I need. This is, this is what my life, you know, this is what I need in life. 
And I remember like I was in sleep paralysis and like finally like I was able to to grab my wife, you know. And like she was freaked out. She was like, Oh my god, like what, 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 what? And you know, I told her, you know, and like I, I told my counselor, you know, like, hey, like what the hell? Like, you know, like what well, happened? Well, well <laughs> I Googled it too, you know, and I was like, What does it mean to die in your sleep? You know, and it, it uh to die in your sleep it means like like uh like rebirth you know like you're you're coming into like a new self you know you're you're watching your old self die um so i mean it gave me it it gave me hope you know and it gave me a good you know sense of where like what i was doing was right but it was still just like that demon you know my mom my grandma like you know like that shit like like it played, you know, it played in my mind, you know, until I talked to her, and you know, it was, it was really like, you know, those are just some of the things that I still want, you know. And it was, are you going to go back? Are you are you going to fall back into those, into those generational patterns of, you know, disrespect, you know, um, not taking care of each other, being rude, you know, being disrespectful to each other? Or are you going to live this healthy and and happy life? So I definitely, I definitely. I can see where, you know, you're going and I can see where uh, I believe in that shit. Like I believe into a holy. So um, I really, you know, I guess I want to ask you where, you know, after this happened, you know, what was your life like after, you know, this, after you graduated, um, after all that? After high school and after this experience, um, life started getting really hard for me especially in relationships. You know, um, I got with my kid's mom. I seen that she needed help and I wanted to help her. And we got together. In the beginning, it was really rough, you know, getting to know someone, not really knowing who they are. But as time went on, you know, we decided we wanted to, you know, have kids. So we planned for our kids. Um, you know, for the next two, three years, everything was good. She, um, but I started noticing that, you know, her addiction was taking over. Um, like, I remember very vividly, you know, for Valentine's Day. Um, I'm at work. Uh, I tell one of my clients, hey, let's go to Walmart. You know, I want to surprise, you know, my kid's mom. Go to Walmart. I get her a teddy bear, you know, some flowers and some chocolates and, you know, a blanket. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I go to my apartment. I open the door and I see her with a can of air duster just out of it. And my son is in the isn't everything, you know, uh, papers are all over the floor, you know, um, cleaning products are all over the place. And I remember standing there looking at her and telling her, really? And I threw the flowers at her and I grabbed the can out of her hand and I went in the kitchen and grabbed a knife and I popped it and I went out to the balcony and I chucked it as far as I could. And she's sitting there getting mad at me for doing that. And in the process of all that, I'm thinking to myself, is this more important to you than our family? Yeah. And she leaves and comes back. And it was like a never ending cycle, you know, for the next two years after that, you know, I'd always catch her. She would tell me to go somewhere so she can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, she was, hiding. She, was, she was doing it in front of you, but hiding it, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, it was there. I was able to see it, but I wasn't physically. She didn't do it there. around you, yeah. She wouldn't do it around me, but I was able to notice it. Um, Next thing you know, uh, we get into a big old altercation. Um, She brings somebody over, telling me she's trying to move on. I was upset at the fact that she was trying to move on. Because I didn't leave her to be with somebody new. I left her so she can realize what she was doing and what she was about to lose. I was still holding on 
Yeah, still hoping that she saw that she was able to see what I saw. Yeah, you know what I mean. She, she realized what 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 she what was, was doing going on. Yeah, and I uh, things end up going sideways. Um, she she claims it wasn't her, but she had me set up. I was held at gunpoint. And they stole my car in front of my parents' house. Um, it was rough. That time was very, very, very rough. I, I It got to a point to where my parents would have to meet me outside, you know, when I got out of work. Make sure you got inside, okay? Yeah, make sure I got inside, okay? Um. Then I got to a point to where I, I felt like my life was in danger. I remember sitting in the garage. My mom comes out and she's like, "What's wrong?" I'm telling her, "Mom, I, I don't, I don't know, but something's telling me I, I need to move. I need, I need to go. You know, I need to go to Denver." And she's like, "Why?" I'm like, "I don't know. I, I just, I feel like my life's in danger." So I left. That same day, quit work, quit everything, and just dropped everything and left. And on my way there to Denver, I felt this, like, pressure relief off my back, you know? Like, yeah. all this weight just went away, and I felt safe. And then I get to Denver, and my cousin come to find out he was thinking about killing himself. And I couldn't help but think to myself, you know, what if I didn't come? Yeah. You know, what if I would have just stood home? You know, would he still be here? Yeah. You know, and... Man, hey, everything happens for a reason. We're, we're, we're placed in places and people are placed in our life, you know, where they, you know... For a reason, you know, I mean, it, it's it's positive, negative, you know, and that's that's crazy. You know, I mean, who who knows? Like, you know, what if your cousin would have lost his life or ended his life? You know, like, Dude, I don't know what I would have done. It's crazy. Uh, um, Let's see. So I know I know you had, you know, two kids with the, with your ex. Um. You know, what kind of happened to them whenever, you know, you were you were out there in Denver? Um, I was in a custody battle with them. I had lost because I wasn't here in Albuquerque. I was out there and yeah, I lost my rights. Well, not all of my rights, but most of my rights as a father. It crushed me, you know, for a long time, for two months. Uh, that I was out there, there was not a single day I would not think of my kids. You know, all I can keep thinking about is I got to do this for my kids. Yeah. You know, I got to get my Create life. a better life. Exactly. Um, after that, I remember I was in Denver in the room. No. Yeah, I was in Denver. Me and my cousin just got done doing his uh, open party for um, him being a DJ out at some club in Denver. I'm not sure what the club is called. But we get back to his house, and I was supposed to go to work the next day. And I remember sitting there thinking really hard to myself, like, what are you doing, Joe? Your kids aren't here. You need to go back to your kids. Yeah. So I told my cousin, um, I gotta, I gotta go, and he's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I just gotta go." I gotta, I, I gotta go get my kids. Yeah. And I came back down. The first thing I did was see my kids, and their faces, like I can never forget, they, they lit up. Yeah. You know, they were, they were happy. But I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean no I matter happy. what, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean. You're always dad, you know what I mean? Like, you're always dad no matter what, you know. And as long as you take that time to to see them or you take that time to be a part of their lives, you know, they're always going to value you. They're always going to value your relationship with them, you know. 
but in the process of all that, you know, um, in the process of all that, I actually found myself. You know, I, I, I loved myself. I was, I felt alive for the first time in a very long time. And I moved back, you know, thinking, all right, I got this plan. I know where I'm going. I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Next thing you know, um, I meet my ex of almost, what, a year and a half. Um, and that's when... I don't know. It started falling apart again. Again, I I remember opening the door. It was my sister's birthday shower, right? I opened the door, and she's standing there. I got a feeling that I've never got with any woman like this. Energy that she gave off was like, wow. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, could this be the one? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, love at first sight. Exactly. And um I remember talking to my cousin, telling her, Hey, you know, um, who's your friend? You know, I would like to get to know her. And next thing you know, we exchanged numbers. Uh, I started getting to know her the first night. Um, we're at the park. Um, and I'm telling her, you know, like I I like what you I like ah, like your energy. Yeah. Like your vibe. And I was telling her, you know, my plans on, you know, where I was going, how I was going to get there. And I asked her, you know, do you want to take this journey with me? And she seemed very sincere. Like, I, I felt that. Yeah. And as time went on, you know, we started achieving our goals and, you know, doing what we had to do. But I noticed that she lied. You know, she would... Um, uh, Take your time, man. Take your time, uh, man. I would notice a lot. You know, there was a time when we had a fallout and we had got back together and I asked her if she was with anybody. She told me no. And I I couldn't shake this feeling I was having. Like I, I just knew she was lying. Yeah. And I kept questioning it. And finally she came out and she said that she was on Tinder, that she didn't know what it was. Mm. You know, but I'm not stupid. Come on, it's 2020, but back then it was like 2019. <laughs> yeah. You know, I ain't yeah, stupid. Everyone knows Tinder. Exactly. Everyone knows why you're on Tinder, too. Exactly. So I tell her, um, she tells me she wasn't with anybody. I got it out of her. Uh, she said that she was talking to somebody, but she didn't do anything with anybody. And um, it, it was all a lie. You know, she slept with somebody. She she would do things, you know. Um, I felt like I was in a in somebody else's relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? I felt like our what we had was gone. You know, after after that, that's when everything started. I started seeing more and more of who she really was. Um um fuck are you good <laughs> you um, take time. I had a dream about a girl it was one of my exes and I wanted to know what that dream meant so I told her about it, you know, the dream, and I told her, you know, I want to see what it means. And I went and, you know, got back with the other girl to see what that meant. And come to find out it was the lifestyle that she lived. Come to find out that the lifestyle that she lived was the lifestyle that my ex lived. And... um um, 
after that, you know, just the lies, just more lies and lies, bro. Mm -hmm. She would, every time I would ask, you know, about it um, or bring it up, she would tell me, just leave it alone. Just leave it in the past, you know, just drop it and move on. And the only way I know how to move on is to talk about it. Yeah. You know, uh, let's talk about it. I don't care if you slept with somebody else. I don't care if what I don't care what you did. All I want was the honest, God-given truth. The truth, exactly. But I never got it. So, well, actually, scratch that. I did get it, but I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. So what I mean by that is, there was a time. The first time when I found out she was with somebody else, her friends and I and her, we went out to some diner place, some bar. And I remember her going to the bathroom with her friends and I go outside to go have a cigarette and one of her friend's boyfriends comes outside with me. And I remember telling the guy, I'm like, as a man, can you be honest with me? Was she with anybody else? And his facial expression said it all. He didn't say any words, but his facial expression said it all. Um, she comes outside, you know, wondering what's what we're doing, trying to be nosy. <laughs> yeah, trying uh, to <laughs> make sure. Yeah, you know, like. And um, I'm sitting there telling her, you know, like, why are you lying to me? You know, like, you're sitting here trying to be all lovey-dovey with me, but I see in your eyes, like, you're filled with nothing but lies. Like, you know, and then I, I don't, I don't know, man, like, it had me, it had me leave. You know, like, I couldn't take no more, so I left. And as I went back to go get some of my things, um... She already had somebody else living there, another man. And she says it was just a friend that him and his girlfriend broke up and he had nowhere to go. That's what she told me. So as I'm going down in the elevator, because my wallet was in her car, we're going down in the elevator and I told her, yeah, by the way, your boy toy is outside. And she's all, well, what did you expect? These bills have to be paid. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you're a gold digger. Like, you used me to get to where you're at today, you know? Yeah. I leave. I go back home. I'm sitting there. You know, she's sitting here telling me that it was all my fault that I pushed her to do all of the things that she did. And I'm sitting there. It's thinking to myself, like, it's my fault for wanting the truth. You know, it's my fault. Wanting honesty. Wanting to get through whatever it is that we were going through. And it had me very lost and confused. So I, we broke up. I'm sitting there in my room crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, crying because I, I couldn't get all those memories, you know, all the good memories I was thinking of. You know, like thinking to myself, is, is this all just, was all this just a lie? You yeah. know, was our relationship from the very beginning, was it a lie? Or what was it, you know? So I had me questioning a lot, and I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you start to second guess yourself. You start to second guess the things you guys did. You start to second guess the, the conversations. You start to second guess, you know, just everything so I I end up going back I remember I was I knocked on I went to the apartment I knocked on the door and I she opened the door and I couldn't help but cry I don't know why and I remember we were in the living room sitting on the couch and just the feeling in the apartment, I, it didn't feel right. And I told her, like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but something inside me, like, told me yeah. I have to be here. 
and I don't expect anyone to understand, you know, what that means, but I, I think we've all gone through that where, you know, we feel like we need to be somewhere and, you know, we're not sure why, but um, no, I, I totally, I totally get what you mean. You know I mean? It's whether it's for a good answer, it's try to fix things out to close things off, to close the book. Um, I definitely, I can, I can see where you're coming from with that, you know? Like I, I literally, I, I lost everything in that relationship. You know, I lost my car, you know, I lost, I lost out on three grand, you know, she would sit there and try to butter me up to have me spend my money. You know, if she didn't get her way, she would get mad. So I didn't want her to get mad. Hey, be manipulated, man. You're being... You know, oh, you know, I love you so much, so much. But the minute you don't give them their way, they're, oh, fuck you. You know, this, that cause a big old fight. And then. Because I would always tell her, I'm like, you know, our finances come first. You know, bills come first. You know, um, every time she got paid, she would go and blow her money. Blow her money. So you were stuck to to pick up the pieces and to. Pay the bills, really, you know, I mean... I felt like I was doing it all on my own. Yeah. You know, and I literally was. I literally was doing it all on my own. Because I would have to tell her, you know, you got to save this much. You know, this is coming up. You know what I mean? And do you want to know her answer to all of that? Her answer to that is, I work hard for my money. I can spend it on whatever I want. Which is true. Yes. But when you have responsibilities and you have obligations, I mean, it's... Hey, come on, I have kids. You know what I mean? Like, she took on that role as a mother, you know, as a stepmother. Like, come on, like, you're going to get us kicked out of here if we don't take care of our shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we weren't on the same page. Uh, that's. I think that's the... That's the hard part, like, in a relationship. Like, I've always said, like, you don't know somebody's true colors until until you lived with them. You know, like, you don't start to see whether it's habits, you know, with money, it's living habits. It's, you know what I mean? Just just so many, just so many things, you know, you don't, you, you don't see a person's true colors until you actually live with them. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, it's tough, you know, I mean, especially whenever you have kids and, you know, you're kind of you're kind of relying on someone to help you out. You know, whether it's girlfriend or you know whoever, you know, just a roommate. Um, yeah, someone there. You know, um, let's see. Uh, it got me to the point after all that happened and our fallout. You know what I mean? I, I got to a point to where I felt like I was insane. You know, she had me feeling like everything was my fault. You know, had me just feeling yeah. really low. So I, I needed answers that she wouldn't give me. So I remember going to the apartment, knocking on the door, and her friend answers the door. And I, I, I mind you, this is a stranger. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know this person. This person don't know me. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and telling her, like, you know, I, I need to move on. You know what I mean? Like uh, the feeling I was having was taking control of me and I didn't like that. I just, I wanted to move on. And I told her, I need to move on. I need your help. Please, please. Like tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give me some answers. Cause she didn't give me no answers. So I asked her, is she with anybody? And she's like, I, I can't answer that at first. I said, please, please. I'm, I just need to move on. And I got, I finally get her to break. She breaks. She calls her friend. And she's like, hey, you know, uh, do you know where so-and-so is at? And she's all, yeah, she's with some guy. I I don't know who the dude is, but she's with someone. Yeah. And uh, I asked the girl after I find out that, that she's with somebody else. I asked the girl, um, her friend, does she have hickeys on her neck? Same thing, you know, with the, the guy. At the the bar, yeah, um, she told me without even telling me. You know, not a straightforward answer, but an answer. Yes, the fact that her facial expression, she threw her hands up and she's like, I, "I'm sorry, you know, I don't know what to tell you." Yeah, you know, and that that's all I needed. 
Definitely. And, uh, um, I left after that. I left everything there, like all my belongings. Have you gone back from? No, I no. not. No, I haven't gone back. I think, like, I think, like, with something like that, you know, it goes back to my, you know, to my, to to episode two. Whenever you know, like, I'm talking, like, now that I think back about it, like, I sh- like I should have just have left, you know, the backpacks there with my mom. Um, so I feel like sometimes going back or you know those those physical valuables you know those can always be replaced you know they're yeah. i mean if it's gonna pull you back down or you know take you back to that to that state or allow her to manipulate you more you know it's it's definitely you know not worth it you know i mean unless you have like you know thousands of dollars or stuff like that, <laughs> that would be nice you know <laughs> then, then then that's different so i mean <clears throat> what kind of like you know where are you at now, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, or, you know, where are you at now? Um, I, I feel lost, you know, I feel like I'm having to pick up the pieces that she took from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm not myself. I feel like it's hard for me to talk to people. You know, I feel like everything I say is sometimes not right or it doesn't come out right. It, it just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, well, I mean, whenever you're told you're you're wrong for so long, or you're told like, hey, like, you know what I mean, like, hey, you're a fuck up, and I'm not saying she said that, but just you know, those things that we hear sometimes, like, you start to believe it, like you you hear it so much, you start to believe it, you know, that you're worthless, that you're this, that you're that, you know, and and especially the negativity, you know, yeah. um, and so I mean, like. Like, do you think, like, what was, like, so I said, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, there's, there, there's a story behind everything. What do you feel like was the meaning behind that relationship? Uh, the meaning behind that relationship was the dream that I had of the first girl, you know, of the dream that I had of the girl and what I saw her lifestyle is what she she was living you know what i mean yeah like that was her lifestyle and i felt like it was a sign you know to warn me like you know yeah so i i feel like it was meant for i don't know bro i really i really don't know like was it to show you like like this is what you would let you know what you didn't want. Exactly. Or if it was like, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, no, that's it's, exactly it's, like it, it's, it showed me what I didn't want because I started realizing, you know, as I was there in the apartment and staying there with them when I was with her, um, I started seeing she, all she wanted to do was smoke. You know, she uh, 24 fucking seven, you know, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I got kids, you know, it doesn't matter if we only get them on the weekends, you know, your lifestyle is going to end up going into their life. And I, I got to keep my kids number one. Yeah, definitely. And um, it started, I started pushing back, you know what I mean? Like everything mm-hmm. she would throw at me, I'm like, no, I, like this is not mine. This is yours. Yeah. Like uh, I, I, I got enough fucking problems as it is, you know? Yeah, you got enough battles on Facing going on right now. Um, Why well, you know I, I I feel like you know you you've um you know you've joined us today so uh, I know you know you're you're hopeful you know you still have hope you're still looking for those for that I guess that right answer or you know that the right way to live or the right way to try and find yourself um, so you know I. I I don't think you're totally lost. I think you just, you're a little bit, um, you're a little bit left behind. You know, I, I still, I still think that you know what your goals are and I know where you want to be. Um, but I, I know at times we do feel like, you know, we're lost. There's nowhere to go. Um, I just wanted to give you a little bit of hope on, you know, I, just from what I see, just from what we talked about, 
Um, I still see that hope inside of you. Um, I guess my my next question is, you know, with the beginning of the new year, um, what are some self goals that you have for, you know, for yourself, you know, along this new healing process and this new journey you're going to be going on with the new lessons you've learned? Um, some of the goals that I have for this year is getting back into the gym, you know, getting back on my feet. Um, being more positive, uh, letting go of the past, being patient, praying more. And when you mean be being patient, like, what are you like, what are you going to be more patient? Like, of, you know what I mean? Like, patient, uh, like what I mean by that is more of like being more patient to listen to others, you know, and their opinions and not be so quick to judge because I felt in my last relationship, I felt judged a lot and I realized I was starting to do it. Yeah. You know, they say you become what you surround yourself by, you know, and that's all they ever did was judge people, talk shit low key to people. And I was becoming that person. Yeah. And I knew that wasn't me, you know? Okay. I can definitely see that. And, uh, you know, just, you know, you said pray more. Um, you know, I mean, what 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 actions, you know, are you going to take, you know, to to get these goals the right way, you know, or, or to to accomplish the goals, I guess I should say. To accomplish them? Uh, well, I set myself up with a schedule, you know, um, I figure routine would be best for me, you know, keep myself busy, mm. you know, because I realized when I, I, I was, when I was depressed, well, <laughs> when I was going through it really bad, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, I, I never kept myself busy. I always stood in my room, you know, that was the only place I felt safe. But, um, you know, I just take it day by day. That's all I can do. Just yeah. take it day by day. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely um, that's all we can do. I mean, you know, take day by day. Um, you know, we're but we are in control of our attitude. We're in control of you know our outlook on things. You know, as hard as it might be, um, you know, try and find a positive in everything. You know, even if it's a bad situation. You know. Um, <clears throat> I think really like when it becomes to being positive, it's, you know, one, yes, yes, it's a mindset, but two, like, like whenever, you know, we start to second guess ourselves or whenever we start to down talk ourselves or, you know, anything like that, or we're scared to do something, we're scared to let go, we're scared of change, we're scared of, you know, this or that, it comes back to that to that inner child, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're, you, you've, you've got to start with the affirmations, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta build yourself up, you know, you gotta build your confidence up. You gotta build, um, you know, you gotta rebuild yourself, you know, especially when you come from toxic relationships or toxic people around you. Um, you know, you have to tell yourself, you know, like you are, you are, you know, creative, you are, um, handsome, you know, whatever, you know, you, you are, you know, whatever you just come to your, you know, whatever comes to your mind. Um, you always have to talk to yourself, even, you know, like you get those feelings of shit. Like, am I going to see this person somewhere? Like, nah, like I'm just not going to go, you yeah. know, cause you don't want to run into them or you don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, that's exactly how I was feeling. Dude. Like, you know, I would literally stay home just to avoid, just to avoid her. Like I did. Cause we don't live that far from each other. You know what I mean? Like she lives in the same area I live in and just to run into her, like, you know, what are the possibilities? Like what, what happens if I do, you know, yeah, like, oh, the thoughts, believe me, bro. Those, those things have gone through my mind plenty of times where I'm just like, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? You know, you start getting anxiety. You start, you know, oh, my anxiety was off the roof. Bro. Yeah, man. You know, and it's, um, it's that inner child, you know, just, you know, not being able to let go, not trusting you. Um, you know, 
you kind of just have to tell him like, hey, like I got this, you know what I mean? Like I got us, you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll you know, but like you have to think with a clear mind, you know, of, you know, and I mean, nine times out of 10, you know I mean? If that situation comes, like even me, like even to this day, like I don't know like what that, what that first conversation or that first interaction is going to happen with my mom. Cause I, I still haven't seen her since, you know, the day that that happened, you know, and it's, but I stopped thinking about it. I stopped, you know, worrying about like, you know, shit, am I going to run into her? You know, like, am I going to have kids? Am I going to have my wife? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like, I kind of just let go. Like what's going to happen is going to happen. You know, Albuquerque is so small. We're, you're going to run into, you know, yeah. someone every, you know, not every day, but you know, I guess, you know, you could say quite often sometimes. So, um, you know, I recommend that, that book to you, um, Homecoming. I think that one's like seven bucks. Um, the artist way, just because, you know, you, you're into music, you know, you're into things like that, you know, you're, or at least writing down, you know, you're pretty good at that. Um, the artist way, that's, that's a really good book. Um, just for an artist, you know, it was really good for me and I'm not even an art. Well, I didn't think I was an artist. I didn't think I had, you know, a passion for art. Um, but it's definitely helped me out. Um, it's definitely given me a different inside of life, different inside of art, um, creating things, creating content. Um, it's given me a confidence boost to get behind a mic, give me a confidence boost to get in front of a camera. Um, so I definitely recommend those, man. And um, I know we talked about, you know, like what are some far, you know, end of the year goals. You know, where, do, where, where does, where does, where do you see yourself at the end of the year? So at the end of the year, I plan to become a fitness model, and I plan to release my music for the world to hear it. Those are. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. I ain't good at anything else, so no, you, might as well put You'll something. never know until you try. You true, know? true. You never know until yes. un, until you try different things. Um, I just posted something like that, uh, I think yesterday or today or something. It was like, you know, you'll never know if you're good at something if you don't try it. So um, I'm definitely taking that into consideration for myself. You know, I, I, I you never know, you know, so. Um, I know you'll stay. I hope you'll stick to your goals. I hope I hope this podcast um, not only can help you help you open up, help you, you know, let go of the past, um, help you build build up. Um, I hope, you know, the recommendations just from what I know. I mean, I'm not a professional, but, you know, like I've known I know what they did for me. Um I hope like in six months you can re-listen to this, you know, and just be like, hey, like I'm on the right path. You know what I mean? Like I said I was going to do this, Jan- you know, January and look where I'm at now. Or even or even if you're not, you know, you, you can look back and be like, damn, like I made a promise, you know, I, I, you know, not to me, not to my podcast. But, you know, I mean, you made to a myself. promise to yourself, you to know, myself, you you, yeah. you put your goal, you, you put some of your goals out there, you know, and I feel like that's uh that's pretty big. So I hope that, you know, this podcast uh, could help you. I hope, you know, speaking about it can help you. Honestly, this podcast, it's helped me tremendously. Like it, 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 this platform allowed me to get everything out that I was feeling that I bottled up inside that no one knew about, you know what I mean? And to have the opportunity to just talk about daily life stuff, bro. Like that's, that's a blessing in itself. Well, um, I appreciate you. You know, I, I appreciate you for listening. You know, taking the time just to at least listen to listen to my first message and listen to you know a little bit of me talk. You know, just about my story, um, some of the things that have helped for me. Um, I know it's been it's been a tough journey for me. I know you know it's definitely a tough journey for you. No, I think definitely. we all go through it. Um, you know, and I hope, I hope, you know, you take the right actions. I hope you take the right positivity. I hope you take all the negative energy out of your life. And, uh, 
you build um after today i hope uh, i hope you build and you know i'm always here you have my number you know you can always shoot me a text um I'm, i might be available i might not but i'll get back to you as soon as i can and help you out you know like i'm i'm i hear like i'm i'm here i want to help you out along with your journey and you know kind of I guess give you advice. We need advice, and maybe yeah, we all need advice. And maybe, <laughs> and maybe, uh, maybe vice versa. You know, you help me out. You know, I feel like we're all, um, we're all here for a reason. We're all, you know, we're all here to help. You know, and it's it's. Uh, I feel like the word for twenty twenty is uh, is kindness. You know, I think we need to be kind to each other. We need to stop judging each other. Um, but most important, I think we need to learn to love ourselves. Like, you know, we're, we're so, we give, give, give as human beings and, and we don't give ourselves, you know, we don't give ourselves that, that time to go on a, a self date, you know, to pamper ourselves or just even go get ice cream, you know, or just, just to collect your thoughts together, just to a small reward or, you know what I mean? I feel like um, self care, self love is, is, is huge. And I, I feel like, you know, that, that has to be that's a big word I'm gonna share um in twenty twenty is self love. Um and self worth, I think too. Like, you know, we have to know that we're worthy. Um a lot of times, you know, we're told that we're not worthy. A lot of times we're told that, you know, hey, you're you're this, you're that, you know. Um, but we weren't raised like that or we know we're not that. So I uh, appreciate you for voicing, you know, your story on the podcast, man. I appreciate um, it. Like for real. If you have anything, you know, you can say whatever, you know. Um, I want to thank everyone who actually took the time to listen to this. You know, um, it, it's it's not easy. <laughs> this life is not easy. You know, we weren't brought up with a, you know, a manual book. You know, we just go <laughs> as we go. You know what I mean? But Definitely. Um, I... I think I see better days coming. That's good, man. That's that's all I can say is I see better days coming in. What comes around goes around. Karma's a bitch. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I uh I definitely believe in karma. Um yeah, I mean I see better days coming for you too as well, man. So thank you. Keep your head up, bro. Um keep on keep on keeping on. Uh, <laughs> one day yeah. at a time, man. Um you know, whenever, you know, I know money, how it is sometimes, you know, but get you a notebook, man. Just write your, write your feelings out, you know, don't read them. Just, just, just right. write them out, write them out. Don't read them. Maybe in, you know, two months, three months, you fall back and you, you'll see like, it, it'll amaze you like the journey you've came on, you know, and you're like, oh damn, like I didn't even like, I didn't realize like I was, I didn't realize I was feeling like that. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, Thank you again, man, for for uh, for coming and sharing your story. I I greatly appreciate it. I could relate to it. Um, again, thank you, man. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank yeah. you guys for for listening. Thank you guys for uh, the continued support, the continued feedback. Um, I appreciate it all. I appreciate everybody's opinions, good, bad. Um, it helps me grow. It helps me continue to do this um i will be posting a lot more now in 2020 um i'm really getting behind the camera creating some content um just gonna start to be myself um like i said my wife's kind of the only one that knows like that i'm goofy that you know like i'm i'm silly um so that's really my goal you know i want to i want to start sh- i want I want to start being myself for everybody and um, for everybody to see, you know, who's really mean, you know, whenever I'm happy, whenever, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. So I'm in a really good place right now. I I haven't felt like this and God, I can't even, I can't (laughs) even remember, man. Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing is, is that, you know, it, it's nice to know that, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm just able to help someone or like, you know, I'm, I'm able to, I'm able, you're able to make an impact. Yeah. I think, you know, I think that's, that's it, you know, is the impact, you know, and, um, 
I definitely feel like the more and more that this podcast gets out, I feel like the more and more I, you know, I can help impact the more and more people's stories get heard. Um, so, I mean, if you guys enjoy this, please share, um, please like comment. I'll have, um, you have an Instagram, Facebook, all that um, stuff. Yeah. I go by on Facebook. It's Prince Reese Instagram. I think it's uh, royalty Avenue. I think something like that. And then, I'll post all of yeah. his links um, on the YouTube and on the episode on Anchor or Spotify. I'll have all that. You guys can follow him, um, kind of see his journey, kind of see where he's going. I know, you know, his his goal is to open up more too. Yeah. So um, that's it, man. I think I think this wraps up for this this episode. I appreciate you guys again. I uh, hope everyone had a happy new year. Hope you guys are safe. Um, and you know, I hope 2020 is great for everybody, but it's only going to be as great as you make it. So you guys make, 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 make the best of each day, make the best of each minute, have a positive impact and do something different for once. Um, stay safe. God bless. Remember no love lost. We don't hold grudges. Um, you know, loyalty over love, love yourself, love those who are loyal to your love. And uh, the marathon continues, man. We're going to keep on. Um, keep it on, man. We're going to do what makes us happy. Thank you, guys. Thank you.